All right, shot time. Here we go. On the phone again. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Along with co-host Chris Scheim, who's for some reason named not in the open. Just realized that again. Scheim, how you doing, buddy? Hi, Mutt. It's okay. I I was the one who asked for the open to be made, and at the time I was uh, listed as producer, not talent. So I just made your name in it, and that's okay. I'm here every yeah, day. Yeah, there's no... There's no talent on this show, quite frankly, <laughs> um, at all. A couple of guys who like to gamble. Uh, I am once again on the phone because I don't know why, Sean. It just, I, I think it's a Jimmy fun a couple of days. As you know, you just sort of get caught up and wrapped up in it. We did a nice podcast, nice connection yesterday in my basement. We hung up. I went about my day. You texted me this morning at 810, said you're going to be good to go for 1010. And I was packing the car for vacation. So I totally <laughs> forgot to tell you that I'm off there next Monday, Chris Shime. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's okay. You 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 deserve some time off, Mutt. You deserve a vacation prior to football season. So I hope you enjoy it. Be a lot of gambling involved. Uh, if you listen to the last couple of days, uh, I got a one bullet in the 312-man Pup, uh, Pup Cup finale. Hell yeah. Which Hell is starting yeah. in a couple hours. Uh, so I'll be rooting on those guys. Hopefully come home with the 20 grand. I uh, chip in a chance, as they say in poker. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff going for this weekend for the Big Tour Championship. Uh, and we'll be betting on uh, the best race of the summer in Saratoga, the Traverse Stakes. So there's a lot of gambling in my next uh, 100 and something hours here, Christian. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we're in a nice little spot here, like we talked about yesterday. It's it's perfect because we got the Tour Championship this weekend. That'll give us, a, a, you know, a, a week to kind of recuperate, and then football starts up, and we will be full gear, full throttle all the way through. We'll have podcasts today, tomorrow, and Saturday for sure. Uh, I'm committed to doing these on vacation because I like doing the show. And I like talking about gambling. There'll be a lot of stuff to talk about over the next uh, couple of days, Red Sox lose an extra inning last night. No luck on the Toronto team total. Rafael Devers, they eventually did post his over one and a half total bases. Uh, that was able to come home. Uh, but another loss for the Red Sox. And I was listening to your show today, Sean, and yelling at my radio when Brian O'Halloran kept saying the word building. I would like the Red Sox front office and ownership when they talk on the radio, stop saying building and start saying winning. Stop saying building and start saying winning and if they do that maybe fans won't be so annoyed at the franchise right now yeah i mean boh literally said to us quote uh we were trying to walk a line on end quote at the trade deadline aka they had not made a decision to sell or to buy and they were just like nah, we're gonna i guess we'll just ride it out and see how it plays out and that's not what you should be doing. Sell or buy, but commit one way or the other. Like the, That is my biggest issue with this team is the indecision by the front office. And we talked about it yesterday. Cora is kind of waving the white flag at this point. He's like, dude, we just don't have the players to make it through and into a playoff run at this point. And this front office looks dumb. This front office looks bad because they didn't decide to either sell or buy. You could have done either. I would have been okay with either had you committed to a path and you chose not to. Instead, you chose to sit on the fence like Glenn Ordway. Like, it worked out last night, but Cora flipping started Bobby Dahlbeck at short. I mean, that's all you need to know. He had not started a game at shortstop since high school. Uh, he actually played well. I still stinks at the plate, but he fielded the position <laughs> fine. And to me, that I, I again, no inside information. This is my own opinion. I think that was a kind of a middle finger to the front office. Hey, you're not going to well, – I'm not playing Xander and Sam. Oh, you don't want to bring somebody up? He even said after Tuesday's game, we'll need reinforcements for tomorrow. 
They never called anybody up. They stuck him with that roster. Pilecki was like the only guy available on the bench. And what did he do? He didn't put Kike at short. He put Bobby Dahlbeck at short. And I'm convinced that was the little, uh, I don't even know what it's called, but in uh, in Italian, when you when you sort of wipe your chin at someone, I think it means like F you. Yeah, that you, was you flipped them off. Yeah, that's the, or the, again, the bird. I, also, that works. I'm, I'm a moron, sorry. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's what he did. He, exactly. He, he looked up in the box and said, hey, you want it? Give me uh, shit, I'll make shit stew. So I, I, it was frustrating last night. They had a chance to win. Uh, you know, Franchi hitting home runs is fake news. I'll tell you what, though. I'm not sure how many people watch. Brian Bale was awesome. If that's going to be he was really the kind good. of guy you get going forward, I mean, that's what you look for now as a Red Sox fan, not wins and losses, but things to build on. And Bale was terrific over five innings. Shot. Seven strikeouts, swing and miss stuff. It was awesome. awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, Alex Cora talked about it after uh, during the post game, where, like, they were like, all right, things weren't working right off the bat. And so they're like, you know what? Let's stick with the four seam, stick with the changeup. And he just started He's started getting swings and misses. They made weak contact. He Bale was awesome. And that's kind of why my bet didn't hit. The, the Toronto just struggled against him almost <laughs> the entire time. And they weren't able to get anything really going until later in the game. And, um, and so, you know, unfortunately, we don't cover that run line. But Bale was awesome. That was, that was the one lone bright spot from last night's game. So I'm going to lean on Chris Shine for Red Sox today, folks, because I was uh, up back in the car with the uh, family this morning, so did not even uh, take a glance because, quite frankly, I will not be betting on the Red Sox tonight. Between the golf and the horse racing, I'm going to be maxed out in terms of attention. Uh, so I'll be focused there, Shine. Uh, give me the, the give me what you have for Red Sox and Blue Jays the finale. Give me the numbers. What looks good to you as we get set for the final game of the three game series? Yeah, so I don't love a lot in tonight's game, right? I, I just the Red Sox, yes, they're waving the white flag a bit, but at the same time, you saw last night Brian Bayo pitch well. Tonight we have Cutter Crawford versus Kevin Gosman. Gosman is has been pretty good this year. He's nine and nine with a two point nine nine ERA. Um, I just I, I want to bet the Blue Jays, but the money line is t- way too juiced at minus one seventy. And then yesterday I I struggled with the run line bet, so now I'm kind of like shying away from that. So I'm not really sure that I want to commit to a bet tonight. Um, I, I think I too have been very wrapped up in golf betting and kind of understanding the play there. So I just don't think I can confidently lay out um, a bet that that I love for tonight's Red Sox game. I'm with you. Uh, and Kevin Gossman, it's interesting. Uh, Dan Schulman does the uh, TV for Toronto. Uh, people know him from ESPN. He was in the booth the last couple of nights, and we were talking about the, the Blue Jays' rotation because they spent all this money on Barrios. Uh, he pitched well last night, but he's convinced that Gossman will be their game one starter. They, that's the guy they like. Uh, I think the Blue Jays shine. One other, I, I, I'm going to look at this more closely as we get towards the end of the month here. I, I may take a flyer on the Blue Jays to win the American League. Like wow. I think their okay. offense is I think their offense is awesome. They're going to get some bullpen help back here in the next couple of weeks, and their rotation is not terrible if you go with uh, Barrios, Stripling, and then Gosman as a starter. And I, I think the Astros are my favorite team in the American League. They should be the favorites. I'm talking about this on BeckQL weekend on the BeckQL network. I'm, I'm way against the Yankees this year, Shime. I think that they're kind of a paper tiger, and I look forward to betting against them in series and games in the playoffs. And I think the Astros, by far the most likely team to come out of the American League, but I'm not going to be shocked if it ends up, depending on the seeding, Astros-Blue Jays. They are really, really good. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, this team can mash, uh, and, and the pitching is pretty good. Uh, the one thing, so uh, I'm, I will say this to, in tonight's game, the one thing I l- did look at briefly was Kevin Gosman allows a two ninety five batting average to right-handed batters. Uh, so guys like Kike, I, maybe JD I'd think about, and over on total bases, Kike is plus 120. I believe JD is plus 115. Um, so I... I I kind of like those. I don't love them, which is exactly why I didn't give out the pick. But we have hit, or at least I have hit on the two total base props I've I've felt like I liked in the yeah. last two games. So uh, so I figured I would give those out in case anybody really wants something for a same game parlay that they're looking for tonight. All right. Meanwhile, people know this is a golf podcast. Uh, they're going to tee off this morning. Aaron Wise will tee off by himself at eleven forty-five. The Tour Championship in East Lake. Uh, I've not seen the news yet. Shime, uh, not been paying close attention to it. But here's what I know about Eastlake. They got a ton of rain overnight. They had some rain this morning. The expectation is lift clean in place uh, for these golfers, which really puts an emphasis on guys that are accurate off the tee because when you play lift clean in place, when you're, when you're in the fairway, you can pick up your ball and basically place it however you want to. And that makes the iron play that much better for those guys. Uh, I mentioned Corey Connors yesterday. He is number one in the field in driving accuracy. I have bet Corey Connors outright. I have bet Corey Connors top five. I have bet Corey Connors top ten. And I have bet him for small pizza money uh, with the strokes at 80 to 1. So those are my Corey Connors bets. I have made the same bets in the last day or so on a guy we didn't talk about yesterday. And that's Matt Fitzpatrick. I come around on Matt Fitzpatrick as being another long shot that I want to play. So outright top five, top ten. Uh, I did not play him with the strokes. So just the, the three across the board kind of waited. Uh, you know, less on top, and then you sort of spread it out after that. I have an outright bet on Tony Finau, and I have a because you you, you talked me into some smaller bets of, of guys. We were again. This is why I want to wait on the card because you started. I wrote these down yesterday as we were talking. I now have some action on Scott Stallings. I now have some Cam Young. Again, those are without the stroke. So Connors, Fitzpatrick, Finau outright. And then small bets on Cam Young and uh, Scott Stallings to start the week. Those are my five plays. The heavier plays are the first three. Smaller plays the last two. So Connors, Fitzpatrick, and uh, Finauer, guys. I'll be focusing on Chris Scheim. Uh, you've had a day to think about it. You've made some bets, I'm sure. You can make more this morning, if you'd like, before 11.45. Yep. What do you want to do on the Tour Championship? Again, an event. You can live bet your face off this weekend. Yeah, uh, like you with Connors, uh, I'm kind of in on uh, Burns here. I-, I have Burns as an out, my big outright winner. I have a top five cool. bet on him and a top ten bet as well uh, on Burns. There, I like Figala to finish in the top ten. I, I you know, if you want to take a stab at him winning the event, he's like eighty to one. So I mean, it's <laughs> like you said yeah, yesterday. You're never going to talk somebody out of an eighty to one. Uh, f- uh, shot to win. That's exactly why I do have some pizza money on Scott Stallings as well. Um, and then one of my bi- actually my biggest investment this week is Billy Ho in a matchup versus uh, Colin Morikawa. So Billy Horschel uh, versus Colin Morikawa. Uh, Billy Horschel, I got it plus one hundred five. And then actually, I was thinking about it and I I was doing some more research. Billy Ho is actually really good at driving accuracy as well. Uh, and so I uh, I put a little money on Billy Ho outright winner as well. So my outright winners that I have are Burns and Billy Ho, and then I have a sprinkle on uh, Stallings as well. The absolute nut nuts for the sports books are 11.45 tea time because guys like me and you just keep firing until they <laughs> Oh, yeah, and we're just going to have a million different bets out there. It's going to be tremendous.
I know I'm going to, and I'm gonna. I, I'll have some uh, sweat with the with underdog. I'll have live bets Saturday and Sunday. I'll be in a place where live betting is allowed for a couple of days, so it's uh, yeah, uh, it should be fun. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk ahead. about this more tomorrow and Saturday and such. But uh, I'm also keeping an eye on my guy Xander Schauffele. If he starts a little slow in day one uh, and his his number gets much better, I'm not going to be hesitant to to attack that because as we talked about yesterday, this guy hasn't shot over par in the finale of of a tour event in like two years. So uh, I would have a lot of confidence that he could make a surge uh, in the last couple of days. Hannibal did text me. If you give me one second, um, Hannibal finally texted me back. Ryan finally. Hannibal, of course, bet, bet MGM's Ryan Hannibal, who's their golf expert, who took this week off. Like again, who's this? Been sounds like one of our executives at WEI. <laughs> the way let these guys take time off uh, from 147 yesterday. So he's out on the course at Harbor Town. Tough one to bet this week. Don't see a lot of value. Rory, Finau, and Xander, I like best. Okay. So those are his. Three. By the way, all are. They're all. I get they're all favorites, and I, I didn't. I wasn't going to bother who he's playing golf, so I don't know if he meant with strokes or without strokes. Um, if he means he, those are his three. If he means without strokes, that's a seven to one, eight to one for McElroy Shoffley, and then Finau is the sixteen to one. And then if he's talking about with the strokes, just for the listeners, uh, Shoffley is about five and a half to one. Rory is nine to one. Finau eighteen to one. And I will also say again. Uh, sorry, Ryan, I'm reading your text on the air, but he said, have not looked much. So um, these are not picks. Yep. These are not handful picks. Just reaction. This is just this is uh, his flyers uh, for the week. Meanwhile, uh, one other question for you, Sean, before we send the people off. Okay. On a oh, two questions for you. One, do we have any sense yet of, of who's going to play, who's not going to play tomorrow for Pats and Raiders? Uh, one team that I've already got the under on this year, the other I bet the over on, and yes. I didn't bet the over on the Patriots. Yeah, so I, I we haven't gotten any news as of yet, um, but Wiggy had a feeling this morning that he is under the impression that there's a chance the Patriots players, Patriots starters, won't even play. Um, we already saw it with Buffalo. Buffalo already outright said Josh Allen not playing, um, which makes a lot of sense because you know Josh Allen is the favorite to win like the MVP, and the Bills are a wagon. But uh, <laughs> the Patriots could use the reps. But I also wouldn't be shocked because they had a couple guys get nicked up in practice yesterday. If Belichick goes, you know what, just shut it down. Everybody, nobody's playing tomorrow. None of my starters are playing tomorrow. We're sending out the B, C, D squad. Uh, we'll figure out roster cuts, give the guys a week off, get through practice, uh, and then hopefully we have a better showing in week one. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked by that. Just keep your eyes peeled on Twitter. Guys like, you know, Mike Reese, Tom Curran. Andrew Callahan, Phil Perry, all those guys, they'll have the news for you. Um, and then as soon as we find out, we may even know by tomorrow morning, we can let you know. Yeah, well, I, I, I doubt we will because it's, it's Vegas time. But I, I think you'll, you're right. We'll have to watch. And I, I mean, this is, and Patriot Fan 101, this is, and I guess if I was a fan, 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 I'd do the exact same thing. But if the report's coming out from Vegas this week, Sean, if the reports were, Mac is on fire, if the reports were, oh my God, uh, Jalen Mills has shut down Devontae Adams. If the reports were Patriots offensive line has been an absolute beast, they've protected Mac like crazy. Patriot fans would be trumpeting those reports and saying, see, it took until week three, but but Bill's got it worked out. Instead, it's the opposite. Mac's throwing temper tantrums. Devontae Adams is destroying the Patriots secondary. Not a surprise, by the way, but so is Hunter Renfro. 
Uh, so is the uh, the other receivers for them. The offensive line has not been good, and I've seen a lot of Patriot fans, any bet that have called your show today or called your show today, say, "Well, it's, it's just practice." Oh, they're not going to win the the preseason Super Bowl, and it's just it's it's fan psyche one hundred and one. When things are good, you love the reports. When things are bad, they don't matter. It's pretty amazing how Patriot fans are pretzeling themselves, given the fact their team has looked mediocre at best these three weeks of the preseason. So, Mutt, uh, as you know, I'm a bit of a uh... How do I put this lightly? Uh, a podcast hoe, right? I, I kind of I'm around on yeah. multiple podcasts, uh, especially the uh, Six Rings podcast, uh, which is yeah. doing very well. Yeah. We talked about uh, the Patriots and Odyssey Sports. Even tweeted out one of my quotes because I am now dubbed by Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens as Stephen A. Shime. Um, <clears throat> the quote uh, was directed towards Bill Belichick, and it was "Stop being a jerk and a dick to everybody." Answer some damn questions and help everybody understand what the hell's going on because right now your offense sucks. That post by Odyssey has about 41 comments. I would wager to guess, having scrolled through a lot of them yesterday, 95% of them are, what are we doing? It's the preseason. They haven't even played a game that matters. Like, what are we doing even saying stuff like this? Of course, Pats fans are so entitled and so, so, so whiny. Like, what are we doing? And that's that's what I'm getting from Pats fans and non-Pats fans. And to you, I say, if you don't think something is wrong, you are blinded by something. Because just because Bill Belichick has a great resume does not mean he's doing everything right right now. So I just, I you know, I don't I don't want to be right, but I have a really strong feeling that at least to start the season, I am going to be very very right. Well, now I have to go read those comments, and now I'm gonna have to comment myself and call you a hater. I got in a fight with it. Well, I didn't get in a fight with the guy. And it ended up actually very agreeable. A uh, guy on Twitter was like yelling oh, at wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Someone on social media got mad at you and then it turns out like, hey, you're really cool. Thanks for responding. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's shocking that you're like that, right? Andy Hart even responded with, wait, did we just all become best friends? And uh, <laughs> so, so you know, it's just people out there just want to, they, they just want to smoke, the, they drink the Kool-Aid and smoke the smoke. And, and that's fine. That's great. You want to be a homer. But I just, I look everything in a, at everything in a realistic lens or as realistic as I can. And uh, this is how I see it. So, uh, You're joyless, as they tell me on Twitter. Meanwhile, sure. the real question, uh, I bet my mortgage on under 49 and a half strokes yesterday for Chris Scheim at Granite Lake. What's the result? Yeah, you uh, you cashed big, but you you can pay for both your kids to go to college. Uh, Shime shot a forty two yesterday. He was oh, oh, oh baby, I, that's the I, wow. I I took three swings with my driver. Uh, massive hook right, awful top shot off the tee, and then uh, just duffed it into the fairway. And I put my driver away. And I said, I'm not touching this club the rest of the day. And my irons, mutt. When I tell you they were as pure and crisp as an as a as a nice lemonade on a hot summer day, that's how they were. They might have even been better. I was uh, I was on the green within 15 feet of the pin on every par three, and I think there were three or four of them. Uh, I was I was feeling myself with the irons yesterday. Wow! I was what putting for eagle. Uh, on a par four there at Granite Links, it's it's like this weird hole. It's it's like one of those ninety degree dog leg rights, but it's only like two fifteen to the pin. Uh, and I took a five iron right over the hills, went right at the green. I was sitting there right on the fringe, putting for eagle uh, on. I think it's like the seventh hole. Wow, yeah, that was, is impressive. I, I was I feeling. All right, I got more money to bet on golf this weekend. Hell yeah, Beautiful. you do. All right, uh, subscribe to the podcast, folks. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app, Boston Beck QL. 
BetQL Boston on Twitter as well. Uh, we got Red Sox tonight. We got the golf underway in just over about an hour or so. Uh, we're locked and loaded, Chime. Excellent stuff, buddy. We'll be connected. Uh, hopefully, a uh, better connection tomorrow. Hopefully, it sounds okay. If it doesn't, feel free not to post. We'll talk to people tomorrow. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Mike. Can't wait to talk. See ya.